Hello, I'm Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. Welcome to Health and Wellness Made Easy. I'm your host today, Laura Adair. This is where you're going to find some great tips and resources for getting out of overwhelm and stress and into health and wellness the easy way. Do you have stress and overwhelm in your life? Maybe you're a little overworked, stressed out, underappreciated. Are you feeling like you've lost your direction and your motivation in life? If so, you are in the right place, my friend, because we're here to bring you a sacred space for getting grounded into health and wellness the easy way, making small, manageable changes in your life one little step at a time can shift your life in huge ways. I have the privilege of a very special guest with me today. I have Rebecca Khan, and Rebecca helps young teens and adults deal with the stress, anxiety, and overwhelm so they can gain confidence and resilience no matter what life throws at them. Thank you for being with me today, Rebecca. It's so good to have you here. Oh, Laura, I am just thrilled and I just love spending the time with you. It's such a good space. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. So um, if you would be so gracious as to tell our listeners a little bit about who you are. Sure, sure. So um, I got into this in a very organic way of being a 20 plus year personal trainer, yoga instructor, Pilates, helping women feel good about their bodies. I transitioned into life coaching and weight release coaching and health coaching and nutrition coaching, helping women feel so much better about moving and accepting and loving their bodies. And as I was in there, my daughters were growing up. And when my younger daughter hit 13, something happened where I, I say that she came down with anxiety. Um, yeah. And it was, it was this wonderful, amazing, great student, wonderful, kind human being that somehow it happened and she became somebody else. She became a recluse. She didn't finish eighth grade. We tried to get help and um, medications were thrown at us. They were trying to get her in an inpatient situation. She went from quote normal unquote, to being, quote, mentally ill, unquote. And it was such a dramatic change. And it was so devastating for her and for our family um, that it made me research and really dive into what is going on in our brains. And I was already interested in it because of the women with weight loss and our self-esteem issues and all that kind of stuff and how we do things that we don't want to do and we don't do things that we say we should do and all that kind of stuff. Oh boy, I hear you there, sister. And that the the body image um, is is yeah. just amazing at how many of us have this sort of warped idea of what we look like and what we should look like. That's amazing. Yeah. Wow. Tell me more. What happened with your daughter? Well, we um, she actually didn't really get a whole lot of therapy. Um, we we wound up taking her to a Baptist boarding school so she could at least get out of her room. Like mm. she had to get out of the situation and. So she went there for two years and um, I have uh, 
And then I, that was when I was like just diving in and getting as much information as I possibly could about what's going on. She actually, I have to tell you that May 8th, she is graduating. This is a girl who didn't go to school, who could not walk into the school building. May 8th, she is graduating from a Pennsylvania state school with her bachelor's in education. <laughs> oh my goodness. Congratulations on that, mom. Good job. And she just got admitted to a master's program in the University of Glasgow in Scotland for more oh. education. <laughs> what an amazing adventure for a young woman. What, what would you attribute that uh, change to? What was the turning point, so to speak, for your well, daughter? What happens with, this is what, with all my research and what I've, what, what the, what the studies have shown and what the research has shown is that, you know, anxiety is a feeling. It is a feeling that we're supposed to be feeling. However, we have societal standards and stigmas that if we feel a feeling like that, that there's something wrong with us. And it's a very, very heavy, strong, strong, scary feeling. But we have it that something's wrong with me. So then not only are you feeling the the feeling of anxiety, which is a, an emotion that we humans have, but then you have the judgment of that. Oh, just then, compounds the whole issue. And it just yes. spirals and spirals and spirals. And that along with that inner talk of there's something wrong with me, there's, you know, and that talk is constantly going on in their heads and they just can't get out of that loop. So it's it's like how, um, neurons fire together and they wire together. Yes, so they, ma'am. Yeah. So they get caught in that and they don't know how to get out of it. Yeah. And it just becomes, then it becomes what, you know, the psychology, psychiatry, mental health field determines is a mental illness. Oh my goodness. What did you do? Um, well, uh, you know, neuro-linguistic programming is absolutely my, and, and um, Stacy and Carrie at, um, at uh, HCI, Health Coach Institute, and their transformational coaching method, that was the, what got me started in it. And then I went through and did neuro-linguistic programming, which is amazing. And it, you know, this is stuff that they knew back so long ago. And the studies have proved it. It's just that the psychological field is just kind of a little slow getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, with, they like to do behavioral changes. They like to do behavioral therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, CBT. But we can only do so much with behavior if our mind and our unconscious unconscious is stuck somewhere. We can't consciously talk our way out of it. <laughs> we can't consciously or behaviorally take talk talk ourselves out of it, right? No, it sounds like you're digging down to the underlying belief system that's creating the anxiety. Like if I believe that there's something wrong with me, then boy, there's going to be something wrong with me. That's, right. that's kind of how, you know, it's a, like a big copy machine in the universe. When I put out, I get back. Right. And, it, do, can yeah. only, and it can be a trigger for something for like anxiety. If you're, we're constantly looking around are we safe? Are, that's what our unconscious mind is. It, one of the big things that it is in charge of is, 
keeping us safe. So we're constantly wondering whether we are safe. Are we safe right now? Are we safe now? Are we safe now? Right? It's constant. So something could have happened with, with our mind and our unconscious mind picked up something that sent that fear signal to the amygdala and said, danger, danger, danger. Right? And it went all, all out with that danger signal. And then there's that wiring and there's that firing and it just stays there until we can kind of un, undo it and unclip it from, from that reaction, that overreaction. But you know what? The great thing is, is that it is there for a reason. It was trying to protect you. That quote, Absolutely. Yeah. Yes, yes, absolutely. So how would one go about unwiring that sort of overactive anxiety response? Well, the her- first, yeah, I think the first thing is so many people are trying to not feel it and they run away from it and they're pushing it away and they're putting it under the rug and they're trying to ignore it, but it just comes back stronger and stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing to do, you know, the first thing to do is to honor it and say, oh, okay. It's trying to tell me something. What is it trying? What is it trying to tell me? Trying to keep me safe. You bet. You bet. That's a really, really powerful um, sort of spiral to get locked into. It sort of it feeds itself, right? I'm anxious, and then we try to stuff it down. And then, anyway, I you know we have the training that says what we resist persists. And really, I'm like you know where you put your energy. <laughs> Yeah. Where your attention goes, your energy then flows, follows right behind it. And so breaking that chain. So do you have a program or a work, technique that you use with most people? I work one-on-one with the teens and young adults. And not only do I work one-on-one with the teens who are struggling, um, you know, so I can, so we can honor their anxiety and release it. So it doesn't react that way. But then I also work with the parents because the parents are spiraling with the kids. I was, I spiraled out my mind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So what I like, I like the fact that I have it all together and I work with everybody and we, I have two different programs that I do. I do a deep dive. They're very custom, all very custom. I do a deep dive for um, two weeks where I'm talking to, because I have to make sure that the teen trusts me and that their unconscious trusts me and that I build that rapport and that it's a safe space and then they can be open to me, right? Mm -hmm. So um, with that two weeks, we really kind of get to know each other an awful lot. I'm on Zoom with them. They can text me anytime they want. They can call me if they're having an episode that they need, that they're feeling not safe. I work with the parents, you know, I coach the parents through what their expectations are for their child and how to handle what they're going through. Um, And then from there, I do a six week program of life coaching because they're not ready for life coaching. They're in turmoil. They're in, you know, it's closed (laughs) down. Oh, absolutely. When we're in the stress and the overwhelm and the anxiety, we cannot receive information. No. So it sounds like you sort of do a triage with them first and then become their advocate, moving them into a program where they then can learn 
new coping skills. Did I get that right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And life skills, you know, yeah. Yeah. Figuring out that, you know, you are in charge of just you, you are in charge of, of, you know, of anybody else's happiness. You're not in charge of anybody else's anger. You can only control you. So let's figure out how to do that. (laughs) Oh, that is so, so beautiful. So the name of the podcast that we're working with here today is Health and Wellness Made Easy. So is there something that you tell all of your clients, your teens, the adults, it's uh, something that you find yourself saying over and over again that might make it just a bit easier for mental health and wellness? Yes. Yes. Uh, The one thing that I love to talk to people about and tell them about is that their mind is normal. The inner mean girl and inner mean guy that talks to us all the time, (laughs) all the time, they're just there to protect you. You're not going crazy. It is normal. Other people have it too. (laughs) And it, it, it will be okay. And I love telling the parents too that it will be their their kid will be okay. And the parents need to know that. They need to know that within their heart, within their being. Because if they go off the deep end and tell and think that there's something wrong with the child, then they're not giving the right message. They you know they're they're feeding the problem versus the solution. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So what I heard you say was it's normal. It's normal. Normal. It's normal. Anxiety is normal. Stress is normal, but having the tools to cope with that is, is going to put you way ahead of the competition, so to speak. It's so much. I had one mother say this was so much better than any SAT prep course that that my child has had. This is like, this is skill. These are skills for life. You know what? We're going to go viral on that SAT score. (laughs) SAT score is going through the roof, baby. We'll go viral with this. I'm sure of it, Rebecca. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. It's because that doesn't matter. You know, what matters is whether we're well and whether we're healthy and yeah, knowing ourselves. No. And living in anxiety, living in that that constant stress of anxiety and overwhelm and all that. We cannot receive information. We can't function. We don't do anything well when we're in that state and breaking that state. It It's simple. Okay. Not always easy, but simple. Follow the guidelines, get help, get the support. And Rebecca, you sound like an incredible advocate for people who are stuck in that anxiety response. It's just beautiful. Uh, tell me. Calling. Oh, it's my calling. I thought that my calling was, I always knew that I'm here to help people and help feel better about themselves, but this is so satisfying. Well, you have an amazing presence and you're going to do amazing work in the world. I just know it. Oh, that is so awesome. So if any of our listeners are interested in finding out more information about you, your programs are working with you, where might they find you? I have, my website is rkcoach.com. And my Facebook page, I put a lot of stuff on my Facebook page, um, which is Rebecca Khan Transformational Life Coach. 
Ooh, that's a long one. So what we'll do is in the information on this episode, I will post a link for your web, your webpage and your Facebook and any other contact information that you'd like to post. And so if you see about this episode, you can find more information about Rebecca. It has been such a pleasure to share time with you today and learn more about what you do and, and the beautiful work that you're doing with other people. Thank you so, so much for being here. Thank you, Laura. I really enjoyed it. Loved your energy. Thank you. So be sure to check back for more episodes of Health and Wellness Made Easy with Coach Laura Adair with Compassionate Coaching. You can find more information about me at laurajadair.com. Be sure to check back for our next episode coming soon. Until next time, my friends, we'll see you soon.